Money FM 89.3. Best of your money. Influence with Michelle Martin on Your Money, only on Money FM 89.3. A computer can make a decision faster than a human can, but that doesn't necessarily mean that that decision is fairer. Biased algorithms learn from biased data sets, and that can eventually lead to consumer harm. Facebook, for example, earlier this month made publicly available a data set to help AI researchers evaluate their computer audio or visual data models for algorithmic bias, saying there was a critical need within AI communities to improve fairness of AI models and that there was a lack of high-quality data sets designed to measure fairness in AI. One of the world's largest fintechs, Finastra, is calling upon the global finance industry to tackle algorithmic bias. It recently commissioned KPMG to look at the issue across banking, lending and insurance. In response to the findings, Finastra has published a five-point plan to identify and tackle algorithmic bias and it's urging the financial industry to come together to take action and to build a fairer society. Joining me now for a conversation on algorithmic bias is Amber Sappington. She's Director for Data Product Management at Finastra. Good morning, Amber. Hi, good morning. Thanks very much for being here with us. I wonder if you can set the ground for our understanding of algorithmic bias and the finance industry. So to what extent is the bias largely unseen or is it increasingly becoming acknowledged in the finance industry? Absolutely. Algorithmic bias is something that the industry is becoming increasingly aware of, but something we really don't know the full impact of yet. And this is why Finastra is seeking change in this area you know, to really understand the potential scale of the issue and how it is possible it could have become so big, it's important to point out how widely used algorithms are today and how they can be biased. As you're probably aware, algorithms have been used in consumer-facing financial services products for many years. And in simple terms, these are mathematical instructions that enable computers to complete specific tasks such as pricing an insurance policy or recommending a product to buy or whether to provide credit and at what price. And these algorithms are obviously incredibly beneficial, as mentioned, as, as they can make calculations faster with more accuracy than humans, which is certainly great for financial services providers and should, in theory, be good for customers, too, The problem is that algorithms are built on data from past transactions, and if that underlying data is biased, then that bias has the potential to creep into the algorithms themselves. But there's certainly hope as more and more people start becoming aware of unconscious bias, it can help in both the acquisition of new data in the future, which will inherently be more fair and the development of the algorithmic model itself as data scientists can recognize and eliminate the bias data. Maybe you can help us understand the link between the data sets and the bias. I mean, you know, I think some listeners might be thinking, well, this is data, right? They've collated data. So if they're using data or facts, how can that lead to bias later down the line? Yes, absolutely. Well, unfortunately, the impact is significant. You know, in short, women are less likely to be insured, approved for mortgages, or receive business funding, and more likely to be charged higher interest rates than men. 
because the algorithms used might inherently be biased against women. Um, The odds can also be unfairly stacked against people who are from an ethnic minority or own a niche business or live in a particular neighborhood, for example. Again, since the algorithms are based on existing data, the impact transcends time if it's not controlled. Um, I think, you know, Finastra commissioned a report with KPMG recently and identified nine types of bias in the data, but there are even more, and that list will grow as more and more are discovered. It, it may be helpful to understand the types of bias, so, so maybe I could give you a few examples of those so you can understand how that bias can sneak into the data. Mm-hmm. So specifically, we talk about weighting bias. Um, this reflects the facts the fact that weights are often applied to features in an algorithm. And if they're not applied correctly, outcomes can be impacted. So as an example, you know, studies have found that algorithms used by many car insurers in the U.S. were actually relying on credit scores more heavily than driving records. That meant that a single driver who had a good credit score actually paid up to $526 more per year on average than similar drivers with the best scores. Uh, Another type of bias may exist in the data due to historical factors. You know, for example, residents in a specific area may have historically had relatively higher loan default rates than the national average. Mm -hmm. That could therefore feed into the loan decisions for that group and may result in a higher proportion of declined loan applications over time. And a third type is actually very relevant and happening today. You know, as you know, there have been major financial shifts caused by COVID-19, and this provides the potential for biases that aren't even known yet when an algorithm is developed but arise in the future. This is actually called emergent bias. Because of the changes in the global economy, data being used now may no longer really reflect the current or future situation. So we may see algorithms producing results that unfairly offer different outcomes to different groups of consumers if we don't continuously adjust and evaluate those algorithms using accurate representative data. So algorithmic, just a few examples. those are great examples, by the way. Um, in terms of impact of consumers on consumers and consumer harm, right now are we looking at the impact in the area of financial provision and costs of financial solutions and interest rates? Is there anything else you want to add to that list? Yes, it can impact across you know, all areas of financial services, um, but you definitely hit on a, the, the major ones there. You know, the ability to even get credit mm. can be impacted if we're using this data that has inherent bias in it. All right. So how can we identify algorithmic bias? What needs to be done? Really, this is a shift that the industry itself must make if the biases that exist in society are being repeated through the design and deployment of algorithms. You know, the good news is there really are steps that can be taken to make algorithms more fair. For instance, by encouraging more diversity and inclusion and the creation of 
new AI. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll say here at Finastra, we have a very diverse team of data scientists who are working on our innovation team, and we're providing them with training to enable them to detect bias, to ensure that any algorithms that we develop are fair before they're released in production. We, we do this by testing the algorithm using bias detection techniques and really work to ensure that the data sets that are used by those algorithms are a fair representation of the overall population. Fascinating. So, Amber, you have more than 16 years experience in marketing product management over at Finastra. You help develop and launch new data products and you help scale the Finastra business for data partnership as well. Help us understand Finastra's efforts for bias-free AI models. What is Finastra doing? Yes, we recently launched uh, a campaign or a movement actually mm-hmm. called Open by Default which is designed to shed light on this algorithmic bias issue and promote ways in which we can all solve this problem. We've actually put together a five-point plan that was mentioned earlier that outlines how we're making real changes that will have a positive impact on our company and the wider industry as a whole. So in addition to educating our internal data scientists, we really want to be a first mover on how we can use AI for good. So As a part of this five-point plan, first, we're establishing guidelines related to bias in apps that our fintech partners are developing to ensure that fairness is a part of the evaluation criteria of those solutions before they make it to our Fusion store, which is a part of our FusionFabric.cloud open banking platform. Second, we're actually developing proof of concepts related to this issue. Our first POC leverages HMDA, which is Home Mortgage Disclosure Act data uh, here in the U.S., Mm -hmm. and machine learning to enable financial institutions to recognize potential bias in their loan portfolio. Third, we're hacking for good, and we launched and recently completed a hackathon specifically geared at bias as an incubator for new ideas as a part of our uh, Finastra's Hack to the Future Hackathon series. Fourth, which I find very exciting, we especially are uh, focused on workplace equality. Mm -hmm. Um, We are on a journey to actually get a 50-50 male-to-female ratio across all of our teams, and that includes having... 40% women amongst our top 200 leaders and engineers by 2025. And then finally, we're working with regulators in multiple markets and really calling upon the financial services industry to take note of the threat that algorithmic bias poses to society. So with these, you know, five points in mind, we're really excited to try to make an impact and drive the development of fair algorithms going forward. Well, thank you so much for the insights on algorithmic bias, Amber. Thank you for joining us. 
Absolutely. Thanks so much for having me. She's Amber Sappington, Director for Data Product Management at Finastra. We've been discussing Finastra's call for the global finance industry to tackle algorithmic buy-ins. Finastra is a fintech firm that supplies vital technology to financial institutions of all sizes, including 90 of the world's top 100 banks. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.